A U.S. politician has been calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Fighting breaks out near the Ukrainian power plant, and the Supreme Court reinstated the death penalty for the Boston Marathon bomber. Now, when you all this more in just one second, if you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe to the notifications on new video every single day. If you can, listen to the flips of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, on all the podcast apps. Click the link in the bio. Um, and go subscribe there so you can listen every single morning. Uh, if not, you can continue watching where you're watching. Just click on the engagement buttons. Let's get right into this. Then, somebody in Russia has to step up to the plate. Is there Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stoppenberg in the <coughs> Russian military? The only way this ends, my friend, is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country a great service and the world a great service. Uh now, is that that was Lindsey Graham, U.S. Senator? Uh, is what he's saying true? Is what he's saying something you would agree with? The words of what he's saying, possibly. I, I would say maybe it wouldn't end what's going on, but who knows? Maybe maybe an assassination of Putin would make things even worse. Who knows? But the g general gist of what he's saying, like we get it. You know, their, their leader is is bad. We need to you know be be destroyed. Whatever. We we get the whole gist of it but this a lot of people having problems with this and i'll tell you why and for very good reason so let's read senator lindsey graham on thursday called for someone in russia to step out a step out a step up and kill vladimir putin amid the invasion of ukraine jack was tweeted out breaking u.s senator lindsey graham calls for the assassination of the uh, russian leader vladimir putin we all heard what he said so they're just reiterating the comments. Uh, Grimm's comments is in reference to Brutes, a Roman politician who killed the dictator, Julius Caesar, and, who, and whatever, uh, a German military officer who, who attempted to assassinate Adolf Hitler. The senator also made similar comments while appearing on Sean Hannity show Hannity. In a follow-up tweet, Graham said, so he said this in a tweet, the only people who can fix, fix this are the Russian people. Easy to say, hard to do. Unless you want to live in darkness for the rest of your life, be isolated from the rest of the world in object poverty and li or live in darkness, you need to step up to the plate. Graham's comments quickly grew backlash, drew backlash from uh, with many concerned uh, they could provoke Putin. Uh, Taylor Green tweeted out, and I'm just going to go on a whim here and probably say the the left, the Twitter weirdos are probably saying, Taylor Green is supporting Putin, doesn't want Putin to die, she's a Nazi, blah, blah, blah. But she said, while we are all praying for peace and for the people of Ukraine, this is irresponsible, dangerous, and unhinged. We need leaders with calm minds and steady wisdom, not bloodthirsty warmongering politicians trying to tweet by demanding assassinations. This is an exceptionally bad idea. Use massive economic sanctions, boycott Russian oil and gas, and provide military aid to the Ukrainians who can defend themselves. That's what Ted Cruz tweeted. But we should not be calling for the assassination of heads of state. Now, this, it's possible. I'm not saying, I mean, Putin's a little bit smarter, probably way smarter than a lot of our politicians. So he's probably just brushing this off completely. He might even use it as an opportunity to get another leg up. He could even make a statement saying, you know, a kind of like a threatening statement to us, but something that he would never execute on. Something like, oh, your politicians are calling to execute me. You guys, you know, be be, be careful. Like, be careful. Don't do it again. Like, he can use it as a way to step on America and kind of put his foot on American politicians and making them look stupid, in my opinion. And I think that 
like he he's smart enough to do that at Putin, in my opinion. I mean, we saw him wait for Trump to be out of office. We saw him waiting. He we saw him waiting as the world was plunged into chaos over COVID. He was waiting as the world as as America was more concerned with orange man bad than they are about growing threats in the world. And he, he watched us basically eat ourselves alive and elect an old senile leader to elect politicians that are um, very easy to predict. And I think Americans are starting to realize, I saw a TikTok the other day as somebody explaining how good Trump was at putting America first and doing things in the best possible way for America and kind of being that guy that other world leaders respected and feared at the same time because of his unpredictability. And it got, I saw it, I think one time I saw it, I think it had over a quarter million likes on TikTok. That means it probably had maybe five to eight million views. And I read through the comments and almost everybody was in agreement, obviously. And I think the average everyday people who were on the internet and they usually just see and listen to what's in their trending tab... I believe they're starting to wake up and starting to realize, wait, Trump was bad. Trump was mean. But I think we needed mean. I think people are starting to realize maybe we need mean. The world is tough. Maybe mean is exactly what we need. And I think people are starting to wake up and realize that. And I called that out and I said we might need a darkest before the dawn, the darkest moments being four years of Biden for people to wake up and realize, holy crap, we actually needed Trump. I think people needed to see the difference between having Trump and not having Trump. And I believe people are waking up by the droves. And I'm so excited for when Trump eventually runs again and wins with flying colors. It'll be spectacular. So fighting breaks out near Ukrainian power plant as sparks fly. Now let's read into this. Um, apparently, uh, I believe I saw one post saying this is the first time I guess a power plant was attacked or something. But let's read. Maybe it's maybe it says something like that. So reported fighting broke out near Europe's largest nuclear power plant Thursday night, causing a fire to erupt. Tweeted out, says, the International Atomic Energy Agency reports that the Ukrainian regulator has not detected a change in radiation levels of the nuclear power plant site following a fire that broke out of the power plant at the Russian shelling on the Mar- on March 4th. President Joe Biden spoke with Ukrainian uh, President Vladimir uh, Zelensky late Thursday night about the fighting between military forces near the plant. Ukrainian Minister of Foreign Affairs tweeted, Russian army is firing upon all sides of whatever MPP... Uh, the largest nuclear power plant in Europe, fire has already broke out. If it blows up, it will be 10 times larger than Chernobyl. Russians must immediately cease fire, allow fighter fighters to establish a security zone. Um, I wonder how close this actually was. I uh, See, this is why we have to ask questions. Is it possible they can be blowing this out of proportion in order to get Russia to stop? Is it possible they can be blowing this out of proportion to um, try to make the rest of the world... See, like, look, this war might go nuclear. We all need to get involved and stop this because the war might go nuclear. It's going to be bigger than blah, blah, blah. Is that possible? Yes, it's possible. Is it also possible that Russia may be shooting at it? That's also a possibility. I'm just going through the possible options with an increasingly skeptical mind of what would the motives be if they were trying to blow this out of proportion for political purposes? Um, 
and you know we'll come to a conclusion together now let's keep reading maybe we get a little bit more information other reports say the threat is not as severe as the warning uh other reports say it's not as severe as a warning ukrainian officials reported that the plant had been secured after fighting now shelling outside of europe's largest nuclear power plant let's see if we can see anything it just shows um doesn't really show anything in the security footage it's hard to quite see what we're even looking at here um, I think it just showed show, show like a sh shelling or something. Um, Europeans, please wake up to the politicians. Russian troops are shooting at nuclear power plants in Ukraine. Is it possible they could have shot at their own power plant in order to say this? Because, I mean, obviously, I do not blame their constant pleas to Europe and America. I really cannot blame it. Like, if you're being, if your country's being attacked, that's what you want to do. And what's the best way like if if i was someone who wanted to lie to get other countries involved in my war this is what i would do and i'm not saying anyone is doing this i'm just saying this is what i would do i would go out there and and tell the world leaders that um our country is going to be destroyed millions of people are going to die even that even if that's not in the cards i might die you know the world whatever is shifting if i w was so if I really wanted to dial it up, what I would do is hire people to attempt to assassinate me and purposely thwart their plans just to say that, look, is getting this serious. I would even uh, probably, like if you're crazy, I'll, what I would do is evacuate a building at the very least and then blow it up and say, look, my enemy just blew up a children's hospital. That's what I would do. Like if I was crazy, if I was these people, you know, what I mean? if I was if I was if I had to do those things for whatever reason. And hey, one good option would be fire upon my own nuclear ba base in a way that won't cause any actual damage and just to scare everyone else into, hey, look, this is serious. You'll get affected too now if something happens. Look how crazy my enemy is. I'm not saying that's what they're doing. I'm just saying is like it, it, it's, it's a possibility. It, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I'm just saying we live in a crazy world. How many times do papers need to come out showing that stuff like I just explained happened all throughout history of this entire world? Like, it happens. And we're living through history right now that one day would be looked back upon. And maybe there will be documents out there showing that our questions, our theorizing, turns out to be true. Who kn Who knows? And then hopefully, if that does happen, we can go back and look back on these videos and be like, oh, wow. Joey Saladino was the damn prophet. Maybe we should elect this guy as president. By then, I'm hopefully I'm like 55-ish. Hopefully, I'm a billionaire by then. And then I run the whole world. I don't know. I'm just making jokes right now. Uh, excuse me. The, inter uh, the International Atomic Energy Agency tweeted Friday morning that the safety system is... Uh, systems of plants, six reactors had not been affected and there has been no release of radioactive material. The U.S. Embassy in Kiev... Uh, called the attack a war crime and said Putin's shelling of Europe's largest nuclear plant takes the region of Terra one step further. I mean, like, some reports say that they're blowing it out of proportion, but is it possible he could have fired upon it in a way to make a, some type of warning? Yes, it's entirely possible. It's a possible it was an accident. That's entirely possible. Is it possible that... Ukraine is blowing out of proportion for reasons that's entirely possible. Is it possible they fired on it themselves? It's entirely possible. 
and and I and I think all are, in my opinion, equal possibilities at this point, based on the information we kind of have. So the Supreme Court has reinstated a death penalty for the 2013 Boston Marathon bomber. After arguments with the, uh, from the Biden administration, the Supreme Court has reinstated the death sentence for the Boston Marathon bomber. Reagan Supreme Court finds a death penalty for Boston Marathon bottle was improperly thrown out by lower, lower courts 6-3. to three. So, in, And we all know the story. I don't even want to get into the horrific story. If you don't know it, then you should know it by now at the very least. In a 6-3 to three vote of the Supreme Court, United States agreed that the Biden administration's arguments, the court ruled that it was wrong to discard the death penalty for that guy. Um, he committed heinous crimes. The Sixth Amendment nonetheless guarantees him a fair trial before an impartial jury. He receives one, he, uh, he received one, Clarence Thompson wrote in the majority decision. Supreme Court just ruled 6-3 on the death penalty. Who are the three Supreme Court judges who tried to save the terrorist? This, this is the problem. Like, I, I don't know. In my personal opinion, I, I will remain agnostic on the death penalty situation because I... I I agree with both point of views completely, and we'll go through both point of views, but I do not think it's fair to frame this as three Supreme Court justices tried to save a terrorist. If anything, he'll suffer more in jail. Um, so I don't I don't think this is a fair criticism. This is straw manning. Like it's not about saving a terrorist. Oh, you must support terrorists. You don't want a terrorist to die. No, it could be more of a principled stance of and this is what the argument would be. Um, hey, I don't believe the government should have the right to remove someone from their life. You know, you, you, that could be their principled stance. And that's not really something you can argue against because you can obviously, you know, you can go any which way about it. And I don't think there's something that's there's, there's no correct answer to something like that. It's all about, I guess, their own personal morality. Um, and, you know, what they believe the role of government should be, yada, yada, yada. Not about saving terrorist lives. Like, shut the fuck up with that stuff. That's actually ridiculous to equate that to that. And then I could totally understand the other point of view saying these people deserve to die. Um, these people, uh, you know, took someone else's life and it's all right, you know, the people of the government to remove his life, you know, based on due process or whatever. I can understand that argument completely entirely. Then there's another argument saying he'll suffer more in jail and the death penalty would be kind of like um, a gift. If you want someone to suffer, I wouldn't kill them. You would lock them in a cell for the next 80 years of their life. That is some real sick torture. And one can argue that is more inhumane than just killing them. So one can say, who were the six justices that wanted to give this terrorist the easy way out? You see how we can frame that back and forth? And that's the thing is, I don't think there's any right answer to the death penalty versus locked in a cell for 80 years. Which is worse? And I don't think there's a right answer to that because there's perfectly good arguments on both sides and then there's that other argument should the role of government even uh should the government even have the power to take someone's life away in, in that scenario and i don't think there's a right answer to that one either and the, the crazy thing about these two is you can mix and match them 
You can have someone with one opinion on this side and the other opinion. You can be someone that believes the role of government. Like, like you know what I mean? There, there could be two opinions on both sides, and they can flip-flop back and forth on which one they support. Like, you can kind of connect the dots to them in any which way. Which is kind of cool and interesting about the situation, because I don't think there's a right answer to that one. So, frankly, I really don't give a damn. It's all about whatever preference... Of the people who are voting on it, because there really is no, no, there really is no right answer. I hate to break it to you, and that comes down to your own personal preference. Like we gotta, we gotta understand that that not every argument, every political thing is is a, a giant debate that defines everything you understand politically, or that defines you as a as a person and your own opinions. Oh, I'm gonna unfollow that person because they don't support this same opinion I do. This, hey, this is this is one of them that's just up in the air. My opinion, there are some opinions out there should that should just be preferential opinions. In my opinion, this one's all about your your preference. I don't even think it should be. I can under hey hey we can have fun and debate about it and try to prove one side's right. That's whatever. But I don't think this is something we should be taking too seriously because we're both right and we're both wrong, type of thing. Um, but anyway, guys. Let me know what you think. Please drop a like, subscribe, turn notifications on. New video every single day. If you can listen to the flips of the show, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. Um, yeah, peace out.